0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's a beautiful
1: The sun is shining brighter. The air is cleaner. Food tastes better. Your significant other looks better this morning than yesterday. That's because it's official Ohio State football will return. Yes, our long national nightmare, our emotional roller coaster, ended yesterday in some respects with the announcement that Ohio State will return. The Big Ten will start football on October 24th. There's a long line of interesting topics that have been developed. However, today is a day to bask in the glow. We will do so with some assistance. If it's Thursday, I it can mean only one thing, 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, is here. Steve, your thoughts on the Midwest actually having football?
2: Well, I'm excited. I mean, we were playing high school football in Indiana, uh, so I'd been going to games. And uh, um, obviously, Michigan is starting up this week in, in high school football, and uh, obviously, we watched a lot of college football on Saturday. So excited that the Big Ten is is going to take part in that. Um, I think that there's a couple teams in the Big Ten that are bona fide top ten football programs going into the fall. That you know, through recruiting and player development, put themselves in position to to be there for all the marbles, so, or, or to have a historic season for for them. And and so now these schools. Uh, get a chance uh, under the circumstances to you know, make something of it.
1: I can understand how people think here at Bucknuts and maybe one of the sites, the Big Ten sites, we got a little bit insular during this experience. As you look back on it, are you surprised they're going to play? What's your general vibe on what all went down over the last six weeks or so?
2: Well, I still am someone that thinks that every decision is made based on perception. And so... I'm not surprised that they're playing now because other people are playing. So, it, it, you know, the perception is to play. So, uh, uh, and, and I think that this is just my opinion, but decisions were made early, uh, based on the perception that we, uh, people shouldn't play. Well, not everyone bought into that perception. And, and so, um, you know, other people are playing and and now the Big Ten's playing and looks like other conferences that weren't playing are talking about playing and hell. Maybe it was, uh, advancement in, in, in medical technology, whatever. I don't care. What's, what's boss?
1: I would say it was enough advancement in medical technology that they could sell it to fix their ass. That's my opinion on it. Many opinions will come out over the next... We're going to be unraveling this one until the documentary film comes out several years from now. So We can rejoice, though. Our Saturdays are saved, people. Speaking of which, here's who won't be at the games. Fans in the Big Ten. Recruits. There was an announcement yesterday from the powers that be in the NCAA that the dead period for visits has been extended to the end of the year. I think they just picked uh, December 31st as kind of, we're going to push the ban through then and we'll decide again then. I could see this going through signing day in February. Your thoughts on the advancement of this
2: rule... Well I understand why they're doing it and it's uh, or at least my perception of it is you're just trying to limit the amount of people that you're bringing into I, I don't know if this is why they did it, but it, it makes sense to me from this regard that if you're Ohio State and you're playing your season there's a, you want to limit your interaction with people that aren't part of your program in my opinion and so bring it, under the current land, landscape no matter regardless of what you think of of COVID-19 to think of testing numbers and if they're important or if they're serious or if they're not, or if they're serious for people of this age, but you don't want to bring people inside your facility that aren't already part of it that, you know, may be asymptomatic carriers, I guess. And, and and so I don't know, this is such a loaded question for me, Daniel, but it, it makes sense for me not to bring in people that aren't part of your program for weekend and, and overnights with your players. And certainly you could, maybe change some things to cater to not being overnight with your players and, and things of that nature. But I just don't think it's worth it. We, we made it this far. We got football. These kids got their own high school seasons. A lot of them. I, I wish that they could take visits. I, I It stinks for these young men that are trying to make decisions that are, are picking schools that maybe they haven't met any of the coaches in person yet uh, of the school they're going to play for. But, I understand under the current landscape why there's not
0: going to be visits.
1: We're going to take a quick break, come back, and get into some recruiting
0: specifics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild
1: All right, we are back. The top two, four, seven was updated for this month yesterday. Ohio State did not have any big risers or fallers, but Steve, you did do an excellent story on where the top uncommitted prospects are leaning, which reestablished the hope of Ohio State finishing with five of the top 10 players. Two in particular we should discuss, because we always discuss them, JT Tuamolau and Emeka Egbuka. Here's what I'd like to know about JT. If he's not going to be able to do any visits, why is he waiting until February?
2: Oh, man. I mean, I don't know uh, if we're going to see a lot of kids move up their timeline now that they know that there's not going to be visits to the end of the year. I think we're going to see a few. I don't know if JT falls in that bucket. He's just always said he's going to go to February. I don't see any reason why he would change his um, timeline now. He, still, he, he gets a college football season to watch now, and maybe the Pac-12 will be involved as well. And uh, I mean, for JT again, I think the biggest decision factor for him is NFL draft, develop player development, and and, and the reason why Ohio State's in such a great position is, is it's proven under Larry Johnson, Chase Young being the latest. Yeah, you know, there's other programs like Oregon uh, who, who who's you know pushing their player development and, and, and saying, hey, we you know this could be us with with guys like you uh, coming here, and we got Kayvon Thibodeau now, and and, and so. Um, I, I think he's, he's not a guy that's like immersed in his recruiting, like some of these other young men. I, I think that, uh, he, he's still only like, uh, you know, I talked to Jack Sawyer. He's never talked to JT before. Like JT doesn't talk to a lot of people. Um, he, he uh, I, I don't know how much time he spends on recruiting. Um, but he's got a lot of other stuff going on, multi-sport kid. And so I, I just don't think he's in any rush, but man, who knows? Maybe he'll be one of the kids that moves up his decision
1: also. We just need to make sure his family has a Sunday ticket uh, subscription because if you're wanting to be a defensive end professionally, there's only one place to go. Let's talk about his area brethren, Emeka Egbuka, could be the next Paris Campbell. Will it be at Ohio State?
2: I mean, right now, I think Ohio State's the one to beat. Um, He still is trying to take a visit to Oklahoma, even if that's an unofficial. I mean, I know he was hoping to take some officials, so. Uh, he hasn't seen Norman. He's been to Ohio State twice. I like how it's setting up for Ohio State, but uh, um, you know they got some competitions similar to JT.
1: Some other guys there in the mix for Derek Davis, Taiwan Malone, Zen Mikulski. Is there anything we should know about any of those three recruitments right
2: now? Well, I think it's in the developmental stages with Zen. I think there's a, some interest there. We'll see where it goes. He's committed to Louisville, and, and uh, he lives close to Louisville. And that was the school that he kind of grew up rooting for. Um, and 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 then uh, um, Derek, I talked to when I talked to his family, you know, Ohio State's one of the schools always mentioned. Uh, LSU seems to be trending up there. Penn State's in there, uh, Georgia, uh, and so that's still a blue chip battle. And uh, Taiwan Malone, um, you know, he's talking to a ton of schools, he's kind of in the same situation as JT where. Uh, at least before the latest announcement from the NCAA, that one was expected to go a while.
1: We'll finish with this. When it's all said and done, who will have the number one recruiting class?
2: Uh, I still like where Ohio State stands for that, as long as they can finish off these two five stars at the top.
1: Good news of plenty, people. We're going to have football. We're going to have the number one recruiting class. Let's enjoy being Buckeyes. We appreciate Steve for stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
2: Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Sometimes it takes a killer to catch a killer these killings are about vengeance the new season of the hit paramount plus original series criminal minds evolution is now streaming buried secrets come to light in the new season as the criminal profilers join forces with an unlikely ally i have a plan
1: we will not rely on help from a serial killer
2: oh you most certainly will stream the new season of criminal minds evolution exclusively on paramount plus head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free